Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and I want to welcome you to the Game Changers podcast hosted by Michelle Dutrell. I personally cannot speak more highly of the value of mentorship, and this podcast will bring you some of the best. If you want some inspiration back with strategy of how to make your vision a reality, stay tuned and prepare to ignite. Welcome, everybody, to this week's Game Changer podcast mindset episode. I'm super fired up today, not only to talk to Erica Black, who is on the other line with me, but I'm really excited about uh, this particular topic uh, that we are going to be chatting about today. Understanding that I really struggled between a couple of different topics when I decided to interview Erica because she truly embodies the power of positive thinking to a degree that is really about second to none. But in the same vein, she also possesses this amazing ability to walk into any room and by the time she leaves, and I don't care if it's two minutes or 20 minutes in, she will know everybody and everybody will know her. And for any of us, whether you are in your own uh, business, being an entrepreneur, or you work for a corporation, both internally and externally, you have to deal with other people. And to the degree that you are able to do that effectively, largely is going to be the degree to which you're going to have success. So with that, I chose this week's episode to really be about being bold and the value of quality connections with other people. Without them, we'd get nowhere. Without them, I wouldn't be here on the show, I can tell you that, without people like uh, Erica, who I consider one of my very best friends, supporting me this entire way, uh, this would have been impossible for me. That being said, I want to I want to give you a little bit of a backdrop as to the why behind this episode. There was a movie that I saw uh, quite a while ago. It was with Reese Witherspoon. I've been asked a million times what the name of the movie is. I don't uh, have any idea. I can tell you it's not Sweet Home Alabama, though, but I don't know what it is. Anyhow, she goes in to see a psychiatrist, and she really has no idea why she's there. And the psychiatrist looks at her and says, so how can I help you? And she says, I, I don't know. I'm just here. I don't even know why I'm here, but that's your job to figure that out. So help. And he goes, well, I can't help you if you're not going to let me know what that is that you need help with. And she sat there and she said, you know, uh, honestly, um, I'm not sure. So let me just ask one question. Uh, And that question would be, if you had one piece of advice that would apply to anybody at any age, no matter how young, how old, and no matter what they're going through experiencing in life, what would that piece of advice be? And he said, that is easy for me because it's always the same advice, no matter who asks. And that is decide what you want in life and learn how to ask for it. And I'll tell you that has stayed with me ever since, because while a lot of us struggle with, gosh, what do I really want out of life? And and that changes, right? As we get older and the more we learn, the more we realize maybe what we thought we wanted, we don't anymore. But it's the second half of that question that is equally, if not more daunting. And that is once we figure out what we want, how many of us are bold enough to ask for it? How many of us are bold enough to walk up to somebody, meet them, engage in conversation, and really go after and ask for what it is that would really help us or what we need? Or even asking somebody, hey, how can I best contribute and bring value to you? So that really is kind of the impetus behind this show and why I think Erica Black is probably the single best person that I know of to talk to about this, because I know it's a common struggle for a lot of people. So with that backdrop, let me tell you a little bit more about Miss Erica Black. Uh, 
She is a licensed massage therapist. She is currently a certified biofeedback specialist. She is also a yoga instructor, which is actually how we met at yoga uh, teacher training a few years ago. She is soon to be a diamond here at the end of October in uh, doTERRA essential oils. And most recently, she has started working with everybody from Olympic athletes in really improving all areas of peak performance, as well as the U.S. women's sevens rugby team, who has qualified for the 2016 Olympics. So I can tell you, you don't get to this level and helping out that level of people unless you really are a game changer and bringing your A game. So that being said, Erica, is there anything that I left out that we should know? Well, thank you for the opportunity to be on your show, Dutro. I, uh, I just, I'm excited about it. And uh, I think that uh, you covered a lot of it. I work with a lot of different people. I, I love working with athletes. Uh, I've got some amazing top CEOs and, and corporate folks that I've started working with now, which is awesome. I think you, you covered a lot of it, though. All right, cool. Well, I know that uh, through our conversation here, we'll, uh, we'll dig a little bit deeper into some of these topics and certainly the one uh, that we're talking about here today, which is being bold and connecting. But before we do, you know, tell, tell the folks that don't know, again, I know Erica uh, pretty well, so I, I know this backstory. But for those of you that don't, were you always clear about, you know, what you wanted to do with your life and, and where you are now and where you're headed? Or did you, you know, kind of take some twists and turns and figuring out along the way, you know, where, where it is that you wanted to go? Um, it's interesting because now my answer is obviously a lot different than it would have been if you asked me 10 years ago. Um, I feel like I'm blessed to have that opportunity to reflect and, and really know where I'm headed and feel really grounded in it. Um, but no, I didn't always know exactly what my path or my journey was. I always knew I wanted to help people and I've always been really interested in athletics. So I um, played sports most of my life, really passionate about rugby and um, and had hoped to play for the national team and have an opportunity to play for the World Cup or for this amazing you know, adventure with playing for the Olympics and all these things. But I realized along the path that that wasn't for me and decided that I wanted to use all those skills and all the drive and, and the discipline to be able to do something else went to massage school and just started building my wellness practice through helping people and caring for people. And, and the more I learned and the more tools I added, um, the more I saw that I still had an opportunity to impact people at the higher levels, to be a champion and to, you know, be able to help people to go after their goals and their dreams. And my dad always told me, you know, you're going to have to grow up sometime and quit playing sports and find a real job. And it's kind of funny, but, um, but it's amazing when I look at all the support I've had through sports, athletics, through school, through building my practice, and especially from my dad and from my family, um, who just really always believed in me, to be able to get to the point where I am now, where I get to use all those tools, use that passion, that drive, that heart um, to help other people to reach their goals and their dreams, which I'm excited because that's something that isn't going to go when my, you know, when my back starts hurting or when my knees go out or if I get injured. Being able to help equip people to reach their goals is something that I can do for the rest of my life. I can be 80 and still be helping people to make a huge impact in the world. Whereas when you're performing as an athlete, you know, you usually have a, a shorter span of your actual career. And then if you're lucky, you get to coach. And so for me, I feel blessed that I didn't beat myself up about not being at the level of playing in the Olympics or playing on the World Cup team, but really just being able to have a perspective of valuing the experiences I have 
of being able to go after it and now have the opportunity to be in a role where I get to help coach people towards their dreams and goals and knowing that truly coaching is a place where you get to impact the most people. And it's not just about yourself, um, but being able to impact and interact and add value and uplift and encourage. And I feel like that's pretty much always been my role. I just didn't know how to harness it. I didn't know the power that it had. And I didn't really know the value of what drove me as a younger person. I actually used to think it was a kryptonite. I used to think that it was a a downfall that I saw the best in everyone. And, and I didn't have an opportunity necessarily to, to use that to help people. And so it used to be something that I would kind of hold back or I would try to, you know, not let myself be let down by people. And so now I get to harness it and I get to help people. And it's one of my favorite things that is a strength. And I just, I don't know, it's really amazing to be able to have the opportunity to be where I am now, to look back and to see where I've come from and to be able to be so excited about helping so many people reach their dreams and goals, whether it's through doTERRA and helping people for wellness, whether it's financially, whether it's through the Olympics, you know, helping people to be better in their jobs and their families, or just on their yoga mats and learning to love themselves to be their best self. Exactly. So, so in that, you touched on a lot of different things that the common theme is, and I, and I know you well enough to know that you have always been this way, which is an incredible and amazing coach. And you can't be that level of a coach, whether it's coaching a little league team or literally, you know, all the way to Olympic athletes, they still require a, a very specific mindset. And so for you, and I know, you know, being having a, a strong, positive mental attitude is always your backdrop. But what would you say is another really key mindset that has gotten you to where you are today and has enabled you to be able to help the people at the level you do? It's a great question. Um, I think that there's probably several things that go into that. But for me, just the perspective that every day is a new day. Um, and to for the last 10 years, I think I've done a really good job of taking responsibility for each day and what I choose to believe um, and the input that I allow into my mind, into my life, into my body, whether it's through my diet and nutrition and juicing and, you know, detoxing, or whether it's through the music and the audio and the podcasts and the things I listen to or the books that I read or the people that are in my environment. Um, I think that's a big part of it, that input and controlling those things so that I can be my best self and not be weighed down. But I also think that just, the ability to to add value to other people and to really be able to connect with a lot of people and know that there's always someone out there who is going through something and that you never know what that is, but that you always want to be able to help people, to encourage people to shine so that they can then have the opportunity to shine. And I think that I think that's one of the things that I try to really focus on is is really just trying to be that light. And I know that I'm human and I mess up and I say stupid stuff sometimes and that's okay. Um, But every day I try to give myself an opportunity to have a fresh start. I get up and I start with my shower in the morning and I wash all the crud off and I get my mindset right. And I try to give myself that opportunity, you know, and really just one day at a time, try to control the input and try to maximize the output of living what I believe. Right. And, uh, you know, I've seen that in you every single day that I've known you and you truly are a a blessing uh, when it comes to owning uh, how you show up in this world, uh, which we both have in common greatly. So that being said, 
as you had mentioned, you know, if I had asked you some of these questions 10 years ago, they would be different than the answers that you're giving me today. So take us back to a time, some event, something that happened where there was a shift in perspective with you. And since this topic is specific around the value of connecting with others, the value of really reaching out and and having those conversations and, and talking to people that maybe, you know, we, we've all seen people in a room that kind of stick, you know, to the back of the corner of the room or are considered a wallflower, would like to talk to people, but they just don't feel that they have a voice or they don't feel that what they would have to say would be worthy. And I know there's plenty of people out there listening saying, well, you know, gosh, don't we all wish that, you know, uh, we could jump on a podcast and have some conversation that, you know, maybe thousands or tens of thousands of people are going to be listening to, but I could never do that. For anybody out there who's listening saying, I could never be bold enough to walk into a room and within minutes uh, have met everybody in it. What has happened in your life? What event to get you to the place of not only being able to do it, but to have enough value in connecting with others that it truly has been uh, what I would consider one of the greatest uh, strengths that makes up Erica Black? So I'll take you back. Oh, it's been about probably eight years, I think. And I was at a a rather large training event for a multi-level marketing company. And um, it was an amazing event with, you know, probably about 40 or 50 um, speakers over the course of the weekend who were all making, you know, really solid six-figure incomes. There's millionaires. There was, you know, some, some really amazing people who were teaching and training. And at the end of the event, one day, there was a a place in time where I decided I was going to go up and stand on stage. And I had been working with this company for um, a handful of years. I put my blood, sweat, and tears into it. I drove miles. I, I reached out and was doing a lot of work to meet people and to try to make this thing work because that's what I thought that I had to do at that point. And <laughs> I got up on stage and, uh, and I raised up my hands and I just stood there. And I'm in this arena and there's you know thousands and thousands of people who have been in this arena all day watching these people and learning and taking notes and hungry to learn what it is that they do that, that they should take and that they should harness and that they should put into their life so they can achieve success because that's what they thought they wanted or that's what they're going after, you know? And for me, it was amazing because as I stood there, I realized that there is nothing different between me and the people who are on that stage all day long. And the truth is that the only thing that was different was their belief and the fact that they had an audience that they'd done work, that they'd gotten to where they are, and that they had an audience of people who they could impact by sharing their truth. And I knew that I deserved it. I knew that I was worthy. I knew that I wanted to help thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And I wanted to be on that stage teaching and equipping and helping and sharing and encouraging. And the only thing that was different between me and them was their belief and their perspective that they were looking out at an audience instead of sitting in it. And so that was a big day for me. Someone took a picture of it which was pretty cool. And I felt amazing and strong, but I also felt really humbled in learning that truth. And so for me, that was a day that was a game changer when I decided that I was going to have that audience, that I was going to do something more, and that I was going to find a way to really connect and impact people. And I didn't know how it was going to happen. I didn't know if it was going to be that vehicle or that business model. I didn't know if it was going to be that, that type of thing of a big picture, you know, Coliseum type thing. But I just knew that, that it was going to happen. I knew that that's what I was meant to do, was to help to teach, to impact, and to encourage people to be their best self. And so that day was a big day. And there's other days, but that's one that was just powerful for me. 
Right. And, you know, um, I, I appreciate that story. And I can't imagine anybody listening right now that doesn't feel your heart in that. And, and you know, I, the difference between what we think and what we feel is the difference of that happening and coming to fruition in our life, because it really is what comes from your heart and what matters to your heart, which I know this does beyond measure. And like I said, anybody listening, I know can feel that to that same degree. So carrying that one step further, once we've made a decision in life and once we've decided, okay, you know what, I'm going to close the chapter of this part of my life and I'm going to open up a new one and this is what I'm going to do. Part of that requirement, and you already start it by saying, hey, I, I get up every morning and I take a shower and I rinse, uh, you know, it's kind of yeah, metaphorical. I'm going to rinse off the old so that when I step out of the shower, I'm brand new and new with fresh thoughts and it's a new day. Everybody has something that they do. Successful people, let me requalify. Every successful person has something that they do every day that they're consistent with to start their day off in the right mindset, going the right way, to be able to turn yesterday and every day prior off in order to move forward. And, and that's, a, that's a range for some people. It's a five-mile run in the morning. For some people, it's meditation. For some people, maybe it's daily juicing. It's, it, it really does. It, it's, the, it's the entire, again, maybe it's standing on your head for 10 minutes, a shoulder stand, which I still have yet to be able to do, whatever that may be. For you, especially given from that time eight years ago where there was a big perspective and belief change of this is what I want and this is who I am. What is that everyday thing that you do to make sure that you are getting closer and closer to making that an even bigger and greater reality? What is that for you? It's kind of tricky when you put it that way. Sometimes I, uh, I revel in the fact that I like variety. And so um, doing the same thing every day for me is sometimes a challenge. Um, but what I do is that I, I start my day with usually a half an hour to an hour of time that's just for me. So I wake up before the house starts going and I take time to to either listen to something, to read something. Um, some days it's meditation. Some days I go downstairs and I sit in my, my far infrared sauna and sweat it out and get my mind right. Sometimes it's taking the dog for a walk, but trying to just find that time that is where it's just me and I get to start preparing myself for the day. Oftentimes I'll go downstairs and I will juice or I'll grab some greens powder and I'll come back up and sit at my desk and I'll pull out my calendar and my, my planner for the day. And I'll look at my, my list of things for the day that I'm slated to do. And then I'll just take a few moments to think about it and to kind of just wrap my mind around the best possible outcome of the day and how I'm going to be able to interact in those opportunities or the opportunities where I'm going to have to be able to help to serve and reach out and connect with some people and just preparing myself to be open to whatever the day has for me to move me ahead, to be able to add value and just to become the best version of myself. And some days it feels like I do a really good job of that and getting grounded. And then some days I feel like I hit the ground in a, you know, and just a, sometimes it's just five or 10 minutes. And, and so for me, creating that momentum and that traction every day is really important but I would also say that it's really important for me not to get so trapped or caught up in the fact that I have to do the same thing every day, that I let it be a negative and it becomes something that I beat myself up about. So for me, just having a positive self-talk and really starting the day strong and having time for myself to get grounded. Today, I went downstairs, I juiced and I grabbed my bowl, my singing bowl, and I just sat there for 10 minutes and played my singing bowl and just got grounded. And it felt so good. But if I let myself be trapped to have to do one single thing every day, for me, 
it might become a negative if I didn't follow through or if I missed a day. And so allowing myself to to be present wherever I am in what I'm doing and really just feel good and feel grounded about about the day, about what's ahead and to let go of anything that maybe happened the prior day or anything that could potentially turn into a seed of doubt or self-judgment or any of those things. Um, I feel like that's a really big part of me starting a day strong is is part of that showering and cleaning off the crud and letting go and and just I even sometimes will play a song when I'm in the shower or listen to something you know on the podcast or, or on my phone when I'm in the shower but there's a song um, by a group called Luke and the Lovingtons and it's this kid's song and it starts and it's it's a whole song about waking up and it's this amazing song of you know I'm awake I'm so awake and it's a great day and it's so funny, but it puts me in the best mood to start my day. Um, so how many times do I listen to that in a month? I'd say probably at least eight or 10. And it just makes me feel good. So when I start the day, I'm going out shining. Right, exactly. And and you bring up a really uh, cool point is e- even though it may be a, a variety, it may be any one of any of the things that you listed, it's key to know that what it's not is having an alarm clock go off, jumping out of bed and racing out the door to whatever is going to come at you and spending the entire day reacting to whatever it is, having no intention, no plan or rhyme or reason as to how that day is going to go. And that is one thing that I know for a fact is very consistent with you is is taking that time, however you're going to spend that time, but really being very clear and grounded with how you're going to show up. And, and I think so many people start the day, like I said, an alarm goes off, you know, tripping over the cat, uh, you know, falling into a wall, you know, cussing and swearing uh, literally within the first 45 seconds of their day even starting, and then the day just going downhill from there. And that's a choice. That's, that is an active choice of the first handful of minutes that all of us have every day uh, that, uh, that I think is absolutely paramount. And you are absolutely a, a shining example of that. So as we're moving into the uh, kind of closing few questions here of our of our time together on this podcast, uh, since this is the Game Changer podcast, it would be uh, very um, foolish of me to not ask the obvious question, which is, tell me somebody who has been a game changer in your life and why. I feel like I've had a lot of amazing people in my life. I've been blessed. And, and I know that I know that it, it's hard to pick one person for me because I, I feel like I really truly have had some amazing teachers and mentors and friends and, you know, second parents and that kind of thing in my life. Um, and this isn't just because it's your show, uh, but, um, but you actually have been a huge game changer in my world. And I would say the why is just how you have opened my eyes in these last two and a half years or so that we've known each other to seeing and believing all of that, which I already knew to be true about myself. And then to be able to live what you believe instead of just thinking about it. And I think that's been a huge shift because in my heart, I've always known that I was worthy. I've always known that I was going to have a huge impact. I used to tell people I had a supernatural bubble around me because there was a greater calling in my life. And I believe it. But in all of the things that I've learned through being mentored and apprenticed and coached and being a friend, um, over these last few years, I now feel like I'm empowered to live it. And that's a big shift. So thank you. Wow. I am um, 
honored. And uh, honestly, this uh, was not a setup question, although, uh, you know, I'll happily have a check in the mail to you, Erica, for that. But it really, that was not a setup question. And uh, I do appreciate that. And we've had an amazing time together. And I, I'm honored to call you my friend. And I am inspired every time we're together. And truly, everybody who crosses your path, I've said this many times, and I will say it many, many more times, uh, is fortunate to uh, know you. Um, so thank you for that. You are a game changer in mind as well. So now that we've all had uh, a little bit of a love fest here. Um, Ask me a question that doesn't make me feel so soft. <laughs> I know. Uh, for somebody who's, uh, who's a uh, bit of a rugby coach uh, and, uh, and a pretty tough one at that, uh, let me tell you, you are getting to see the, uh, the softer side of Erica Black, which is, uh, which is lovely. And I'm glad that everybody's actually getting to, to hear this uh, podcast because it's incredibly meaningful and means a great deal to me. So thank you for being so open through all of this. Um, so... Uh, maybe a little more, uh, maybe a little more hard hitting, but best advice for somebody who truly wants to be a game changer and make a difference. What's the best advice you'd give somebody? Um, I think that the best advice that I could offer, and I'm, there's so many great things, but for a lot of the people that I work with and for a lot of the people that I know who have big goals and dreams that they want to achieve, one of the things that I consistently see and that I think that would be beneficial is just for each person to find someone who believes in them more than they believe in themselves for now and to borrow that and say it and share it and know it completely until it becomes part of who they are. And so not being so stuck, it's not fake it till you make it, but find somebody who believes in you, who can encourage you, hold you accountable, who can lift you up, you know, truly on a day to day basis and Cling to that until it becomes yours. Because at the heart, most of us have a bigger dream, a bigger goal, a bigger passion, something we want to achieve or do. But quite often, people don't feel like that they have a chance or like they can do it, whether it's they don't feel like they're good enough or they don't have the resources. When it comes down to it, most people just don't believe in themselves enough. And having somebody who truly believes in you, that sees the best in you, and that can give you an opportunity to step up to the mirror and without judgment, see that truth. I feel like that's it. And that's one of the things that I love about yoga. And then I try to really bring into my yoga classes and to teach my students and to remind them and to be that safe place for them, to believe in them. But I think that that's a difference maker for, for anyone who has a, a dream, a goal, something they really want to do. And you have to get out of your comfort zone to do that because it's not easy. It's not safe sometimes. To lean on someone else, especially if we're a go-getter, if we're strong, if we're independent, you know, to be able to lean on someone or to be able to place your, your belief in what someone else believes is a challenge for a lot of people. So just being open, being vulnerable to realize that the universe has amazing things in store for you and that you have all the tools that you need, probably you just need to really believe. And so sometimes just finding that person who can, who can be your rock you know, who can help you to truly tie into that part of what you're missing makes all the difference in the world. Awesome. I could not, uh, I could not agree more. And w which is uh, one big reason why before we ever really officially met uh, for years, uh, you not even knowing me, you were my absolute favorite yoga teacher for every uh, reason you just said. So uh, truly, uh, like I said, you, you two are a game changer for me, uh, certainly in that regard. 
Um, last question, my dear. What is it that you absolutely, to the core of your soul, believe to be true, which has helped you get to not only where you are now, but to where you're headed? I think that if you really boil it down, it's in realizing that we're all the same. And to expand on that, for myself, I, I love people. I just love people. And some people think that's weird, and that's okay. <laughs> but I have the ability to see the best version of people. And I believe and I've found that the best way for me to allow people to see the best version of themselves is to live the best version of myself and to be that mirror to allow people to step up and to shine. And the only reason I can do that is because I know that we're all the same and that we all deserve that. And so if you boil it down, it's that we're all the same and that we all are worthy of living our best life, of living in abundance, of feeling joy and laughter and not having all the doubt and the fear and the struggle and the debt and living in this land of opportunity, of independence, of freedom, even if it's just in small moments every day until it becomes who you are. Well, I can't imagine a better or stronger belief than that one. And I know for a fact that there are going to be plenty of people listening who um, want more of that, would love to have you in their corner um, as somebody who believes in them. And for those folks who want to know more, want to learn more, whether it's uh, anything from biofeedback, tapping, coaching, uh, whether it's uh, peak performance, uh, both on a field or off a field, or essential oils for that matter, if, if somebody wants to learn more and wants to get in contact with you, what is the best way that they can find you? I would love that. EricaBlackWellness.com is my website. Um, you can also find me on Facebook at Eric Black Wellness. And I would absolutely love the opportunity to connect and to get to know all of your following and be able to find a way to add value. Because I know that one of the things I learned this year is a, a quote from one of, the, uh, one of the leaders in doTERRA. And he said, a rising tide rises all ships. And I don't think you can say it more eloquently. So having an opportunity to help would be a blessing. Awesome. I could not agree more. And on the show notes page, uh, the link to um, Erica Black Wellness will be there as well as highlights of this conversation. So you can, uh, as always, find them there. And honestly, Erica, I cannot thank you enough for your time and more importantly, for uh, who you are. Thank you for your time today. Thank you, Michelle. Have an awesome day. All right. Thanks. Thanks for listening in on this episode of the Game Changers podcast. The next step is to hit the subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode or any of our incredible guests. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time.